your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked On NHL. Uh, This might be a little bit weird today because me being sick, I kind of sound like my co-host here. Adam Denker. So you might have this just might feel like one person is hosting this show today, but I yeah. am Chris Maselli from Locked On Avalanche. I am the sick one. Uh, and I Denker. am and I am Chris and I am also Chris Maselli <laughs> from Locked On Avalanche. <laughs> and you're a little bit under the weather, too, but not like to the extent I am. But I'm being a trooper and uh, I'm here to. Yeah, this is it, it's odd. I can just hear it. And it's like yeah. it's the same person talking right now. This is this yeah. is weird. Chris, uh, yeah. go ahead. I, Chris just Chris wants to be so much like me. I do. He's willing to get I sick. Do. I know to, com- to sound like me. I'm coming after your show next. Um, all right. So <laughs> spit take, spit take, and then <laughs> Denker's in. Uh, so it's been a few weeks since we've had a Thursday edition of uh, Lockdown NHL. So what we will do today is kind of focus more. I mean, we're at the point of the season where we're separated. We know who's not making the playoffs. Uh, and it's not to say like we, and we, we know some teams that are making the playoffs because some teams have clinched already. My avalanche and the Florida Panthers have, and we know teams that are towards the top that eventually will. And those teams kind of fighting for position with the wild card slots and even seating. So for the rest of the season, for the rest of you know the month of April, we'll kind of just focus in on those teams and see where teams are going jostling for position and we'll kind of uh just see where teams are at and where we kind of are are guessing that they can go um so why don't we start there because it's been a couple weeks since we've had a thursday edition like i said the avalanche have clinched the florida panthers have clinched the carolina hurricanes as we are recording this i think they are playing and if they win if they get any they win in any form they clinch so those are kind of like your one, two, three teams. And then you have Toronto. I'm just going, I'm looking on NHL.com, just the standings, uh, just overall. Uh, and then you have Toronto at 96 and the Rangers with 96. We're playing right now against Pittsburgh at 92. Pittsburgh has 92. They're faltering a little bit. Pittsburgh is right now. They've lost two in a row, both of them to my avalanche. They're playing the Rangers right now, which I believe that they are losing yeah. as we're recording this. Losing two nothing right now. Two nothing, uh, and they're down. Sidney Crosby. He's not injured. He's. I think he. he well, I was out with COVID related injuries. Uh, he is not. So I don't think it's a long term. Maybe he just has the flu or something like that. But you know they they need him. Obviously, he's a big part of their team. Where do you see Pittsburgh? I mean, they were flying high. They were they were looking good, and I'm not saying that you know it's it they're in they're in a. a any stretch of the imagination, like a free for anything like that, but they lost two games to, to Colorado, good, hard fought games on their end. But those games, you, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you want to see them win those games. There's not moral victories there for Pittsburgh yeah. And their fans. Yeah. I, I think any team, any fan of any team that is heading into the playoffs, when you're going up against a team, like your Colorado avalanche, two two games in a row you definitely want to at least win one of those i mean i I think we could all agree at this point whether you're an avalanche fan or not that 
the Avalanche are by far the best team in the league. So, you know, when it, losing two in a row is yeah. not the end of the world. It's not like you're losing games to like the Coyotes or the Kraken in a row. So, but yeah. you definitely, you know, Pittsburgh is a better team than losing twice to the Avalanche. Having said that, that is not an opponent that they're going to have to think about for a very long time if they even get to that point. But I, it's just that, 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 point in the season that we're at and we see it with the good teams and we see it with the good with the bad teams where good teams that have had their foot on the pedal all year long are starting to kind of falter there here and there you're seeing it with my lightning right now which we'll get into mm. in just a little bit mm-hmm. i have a lot to say about that all right. uh, and then you're seeing the good teams that are starting to really come along i mean the sabers are starting to play spoiler uh you're starting to see the blackhawks come together uh my lightning saw the blackhawks a couple of weeks ago and I have to say that team from what they were in early October, I mean, if they played like how they played a couple of weeks ago, we would be talking, we'd be sitting here right now talking about how the Blackhawks are in the playoffs and potentially could be at the top of the Western conference. But that that's just how the hockey season goes. I mean, we see this every year, Chris, where mm-hmm. good teams are, have are starting to finally figure it out. And, but it's a little too, too late, but I'm not worried about the Penguins. They're a veteran group. I think we all said this in the beginning of the season when they kind of started out slow. Uh, they still have their veterans. Uh, as for Crosby being sick tonight, I don't think he's sick. I think he's across the street at the Blarney Stone, topping off a couple of drinks. Uh, but I, I don't. Is is that in <laughs> is that in New York or is that in? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's at the yeah, Garden. Yeah. It's at the Garden. He can't handle so, the Garden crowd, so he's gonna go drink with them. Yeah. Basically, yeah, he's gonna go yeah. drink with them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I'm not worried about them. And, and but this is the gr- best time of the year, though I think, just because you get to see kind of like those teams on the fringe really show who they are and this time of year is really you know those fringe teams if they get in those are the most dangerous teams i think yeah and you know i mean you're talking about teams kind of rising and falling and you kind of see what they're kind of made of as the season goes on look at the islanders yeah you know like talk about a team that just that opening month two months just crushed them and and they they are i mean they're not they're just going to run out of time but yeah. they are the first team out of a wild card spot right now. Yeah. It's pretty incredible the turnaround that they have had. And, you know, if a team, if there's one team that can take of the teams that are going to miss the playoffs, that can say, like, look how we finished the season and carry that into next year. Who knows what yeah. they're going to do in the draft? Who knows what they're going to do with free agency and stuff like that? Yeah. It's the Islanders because a lot was expected of them. They were our picks yeah. for, for a, Stanley, a lot of people's picks for a Stanley Cup final run. And that the opening of the season with the whole arena not done, it crushed them. It did them yeah. in, and they it, it's just too much to recover from. But look at them now. I mean, overall, in just terms of overall standings in the league, they're twentieth. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, in the in the Eastern Conference, they're the first team out. They're thirteen points behind Washington. They're not going to be able to catch them unless Washington just loses everything from here on out, which is not happening, but you have to be impressed with, with, with what they have done and not just packed it in and say, no, we're, we're going to fight for whatever we have to fight for because those guys are playing for contracts. Guys are on, you know, UFAs and things like that, but yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with, with the turnaround the Islanders have had. No, I, I agree. And and we saw the same thing last year with the Sharks. Uh, they were on like a ridiculously long road road uh, schedule to start the season. And, and then they kind of pulled it together towards the end and just missed the playoffs. But 
Uh, the Islanders, yeah. I mean, you're not going to have that team quit underneath under Barry Trotz. Uh, absolutely no. not. And, and Matt Barzell has, you know, as much flack as I've given him on this show or on Locked on Lighting, he has really made leaps and bounds mm-hmm. since the beginning of the season. Uh, I my biggest, my biggest criticism of this team was that they weren't built for the regular season and because they didn't have a prime scorer and that I felt that Matt Barzell wasn't there yet to to kind of take the reins as the top dog well listen he has proved me wrong and i am here to say that you know if if this team if they could finish the season on a high note and i know we're way far ahead thinking about this but if they could take this energy finish on a good note and bring that into next season Mm -hmm. uh watch out eastern conference Mm -hmm. watch out metropolitan division because this islander team is going to be dangerous I know I said we were focusing on, uh, you know, the playoff teams, but you did mention the San Jose Sharks. So I do want to bring yeah. up what could we expect from them? You know, um, Doug Wilson stepped down as their yeah. GM. You know, is this something where that could be whoever they bring in for that? You make a couple moves and this team could be back on the rise sooner rather than later. Uh, I think that they've built a good uh farm system there uh in san jose yeah uh, I, I i think that at at any this is kind of a transition time for this team where you know you get rid of your gm of 19 years uh just kind of trying to go in a different direction uh, doug wilson has done a, an incredible he's job there out there in san jose yeah 19 wow. years wow. and so he's done he he's been there went and built a cup contender so you know it's not like i think it was just both parties decided it was time to kind of just start anew and i i think they're in a good spot i think they just need a couple of pieces here and there they're goaltending maybe uh i believe uh they they drafted i i can't think of his name right now ozzy wesbat i believe he was the top draft pick for them last year the goaltender uh and well ozzy's not a goalie ozzy he's he's not no he's a forward um who am i you know who i'm thinking of i'll look up their their draft picks but yeah but uh i i think that they are they could, one, I mean, every team, unless, you know, there's really very few teams in the NHL that are very like far away from being contenders, one or two picks away. You know, I, I think that really, you know, the Sharks are always in it. The, the you know, there's there's the Kraken even they've kind of there. I guess they're a team kind of on the outside looking in. They're still obviously in the early stages, but the Sharks are a very good team. They're just kind of in the same boat, a little younger is what we saw with the Islanders. So it's interesting. It's going to, it's going to be a great off season. And, and that's kind of like why we are talking about these teams that are pretty much out of it because you're very, it's going to be exciting to see how they conduct their off season that the Canadians who have come a long way since the beginning of the season, who are just absolutely abysmal. I think you and I both at one point were just absolutely taking dumps on this team mm-hmm. in the rankings. And, and they have really done a fantastic job and turned it around. Cole Caulfield is starting to look like, last year's Cole Caulfield. And, and that's another thing. L- look at something as easily as a coaching change. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Marty St. Louis up there doing a fantastic job. And, and you know, I heard he's not an X's and O's guy, but he's a great motivator and, and mentor. So, you know, maybe with a young team like that, bringing on a coach like that is just all you need to kind of turn it around. And maybe we'll see this team back in the Eastern Conference Finals or maybe the Stanley Cup Final. All right. Well, let's hear from Bet Online, and then uh, we'll focus in on, yeah. on your boys and uh, yeah. a couple, couple other teams in the playoff mix that I kind of want to 
to get to. So uh, betonline.net, your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championships. You, you got a, uh, I mean, it's no longer Tiger of the Field, right? You can't really say that anymore. Oh, it is. Is Tiger, it? Tiger's tied for 10th right now, man. I, and I had him, and I pick, I had a future pick on him, uh, top 10 finish in the Masters. So, fo- so far, I look like an absolute genius. Yeah, but it's, you know, his first his first match back from, you know, massive uh, rehabilitation. I don't know if he can just sustain it. I, who knows? Gold I'd love to see it. Gold-plated toilet, here I come, okay? You're wearing gold-plated <laughs> diapers by the time I'm done. <laughs> BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and all of the action. That is betonline.net, where the game starts. All right, we got to talk about your boys. Uh, it was looking good. I mean, they're, they're, they're still making the playoffs, right? So it's not complete doom and gloom. But like you said earlier, you want to be going into the playoffs on a high note. And yeah. a lot of people, and I used to do this when I was young, when I was a young whippersnapper. Um, I would always like those teams that start off hot in any sport. You always think like, oh, they'll just turn it back up. They'll turn that back to that dial that they had at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And you don't pay attention to the teams that are coming into the playoffs smoking hot. Like, like that's how you, that's how a season progresses. And the opposite is true. Teams that kind of go into the playoffs on a downswing. I don't want to say most of the time, I don't know what percentages are usually continue that downswing. Tampa's in a downswing right now. And you know, they, they, the one concerning thing I heard, and I wish I remember the player that said it, it was on uh, things on the NHL network. And he said, we just have to get back to playing like basic hockey. And he said, we're not having fun. That is concerning to me to say, I believe. Not fun. First of all, I think that was Kalorn or Maroon. Could yeah. Have been one of those two. I mean, doesn't matter because he's speaking for yeah. the whole team. So if yeah. your team, if, if you got a teammate saying we're not having, like if you're playing well and you're just not winning, you're running into good goalies, you're just not having good puck luck. But overall, you can say like we played a very good game. When I hear we're not having fun, that's a red flag to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this team right now. Um, <laughs> Chris, you know, it, it's it's. I've been talking all season long about and, and just the past couple of seasons where the lightning, they, they have holes just like every other team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like that line from Rocky, you got gaps, I got gaps, you know, but you know, come, come the uh, playoffs, the lightning always clean it up. They always look like a caliber team that we've seen the last two years. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, this is the year where you just, I don't think that there's enough time. I don't think the mindset is there. I don't think the energy is there either. I mean, you look at this team and they they come out with a ton of energy on on a certain sequence and they don't execute it the way they like. And then you just see the body language, the body language, the shoulders are slumped. The guys, they're, they're skating around with their mouths open. So you could tell they're tired. I, I just think that it really what it comes down to, and I've said this this pat, this entire week on my show is 
We get it. This team is tired. They've played. They've had a rough go of it the last two years. Winning a cup in in the bubble in Edmonton, we get it. It I, and, and Toronto that 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 was a huge feat to accomplish. And then eight months later, you win another cup in, in an exhausting playoff run. And, and we get it. You know, this team is going to go through ups and downs. Vasilevsky has been really on the downslope or uh, lately. We get it, and and that's fine. That's excusable. But when that starts to bring out mental fatigue and mental mistakes, that's inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And John Cooper, for the most part, he's been an absolute mastermind with this team in, in terms of being able to pull the right strings, p- putting guys in the right position to, to succeed. And you could tell even in his postgame uh, pressers that he he's almost at wit's end of what to do with this team because we had a situation the other night, believe it or not, Steven Stamkos, top player on this team, 30 goals this season, having an absolute rebound year after his last two injury-filled seasons and, and the ones before. And he puts him on the third line to start the game, the third line. And, and the, you can, and the t- reasoning was shaking things up. And it wasn't working. And then he immediately put his first shift back on the first line. Seconds into it, Kucherov scores off of an assist from Stamkos. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, it, it's from top to bottom. I, I think they're just in a funk right now. Hopefully it's just a funk. But at the same time, I believe at this point in the season with teams like this, especially my lightning, it, it's almost like the old saying, you can't teach a new dog, uh, an old dog, new tricks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, habits, the habits you have now are the habits that you're going to have going into the playoffs. And I don't see how the lightning could break themselves out of this habit or, you know, possibly be able to, to turn things around to where they could get past the Carolina or a Boston or even a Toronto. Cause they've played all three of those teams recently and have looked like a team that is basically fighting for the last wild card spot. I don't know. You just have to take a deep breath with them. And, and <laughs> it's just odd because usually, you know, teams in, in that, position because they made a couple moves at the trade deadline yeah. that usually those, invigorates teams it kind of like and, oh, we got a fresh start we're playing well but we got these new bodies and let's let's go and it seems to be the opposite for them no those moves have played paid out well i think thus far um i i think nick paul is the best player on this team since he's came to the since he got traded from ottawa mm-hmm. uh brandon hagel is starting to, to settle in but uh, it's just one of those things where when your goaltender is is just not not feeling it out there. I mean, granted, Cooper has probably played him a little bit more than he probably should have this year. Oh, oh, do we want to have discussion about if we? Should Why don't have... we just bring? I knew I knew this oh. was going to happen. All right, so hmm. for for all of you that have been listening or watching uh, for a while or just started. We're going to refresh you on the yeah. age old argument that Chris and I have always had. Hmm. I don't believe in the two goalie system. I believe you, hmm. you, you have your guy, you pick him. And yes, granted, I mean, Chris, yeah, deep. Let me take a deep breath because I'm yes. getting a little frustrated. You're going to you're going to Adam's, Adam's getting upset. <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to have to, he's going to have to, you got your teddy give in to this you? madness. <laughs> so, yes. Vasilevsky's the guy, 100. Mm-hmm. percent You should mm-hmm. start him 50 games, but you have to know when to pull the trigger. I mean, you didn't just sign Brian Elliott for the hell of filling a roster spot, mm-hmm. and Brian Elliott's playing playing fantastically lately. 
but having said that, I yeah. still believe in the one goalie system, and I will I will die on that hill. Yeah, you'll be eliminated from playoffs too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, you, you still have to to be conscious of Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not out of it until they're completely out until they lose four games in the playoffs. Like, they're not out of it until then. They're just one of those teams. They've proven that they can win, obviously. So it's a struggle for them right now. And teams go through this teams go through these, like, you know, downswings in a season. You don't want to see it now. Yeah. Now is when you don't want it. So in that game the other day against Washington, it's like, all right, they were, they were coming back. Washington got up on them early and they started, you know, their assault to come back, but then they give up the goal. And those goals are so demoralizing. Like you're saying, like the, but, the body language after those goals is just like, what else do we have to do? Like we can't, but that, that's been part of the problem, Chris, is that this team doesn't, they're, they're a reactionary team. They don't go out there and assert themselves. They, they wait till they're backed up against the wall to turn things on. You can't, you can't, I don't know what team, because the lightning have done a pretty good job once getting into the playoffs. But it, like I said, habits are habits. I don't know what team and, and I'm, and I would love to, if any of our listeners actually know this or, or anybody that watches what team can consistently give up goals within the first five, 10 minutes of a game, turn it on and then consistently win games and then win and win a championship. You know, there was a stat on, I believe it was on ESPN plus the other night that said the lightning have the second most come from behind wins in the NHL. Well, duh, they give up the first goal of every single game. So what do you expect? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like it's like the same stat is that they have one of the highest PKs in the league. Well, when they're one of the most penalized teams in the league, that that percentage is going to go up. Mm-hmm. And, and I think and I'm not saying they're a bad team. Obviously, they're not. They're the fourth best team in the East right now as it stands. But I feel like when we assert when we look at this team, we're a slave to the stats to a fault because there's such a large sample size. Of course, you can't help this. Too, this team is too good to have a bad PK, to have a low power play percentage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, enough about Tampa. Go talk about them on your own show. Um, <laughs> a cu- couple other teams that are in the you know the playoff mix that are playing very well right now, kind of on the opposite end of what Tampa is doing right now. I think you have to look at Minnesota. Minnesota is a, a, a scary team right now, and they have been that team that since the trade deadline is doing what we were talking about, you know, yeah. m- what most teams do. Like they, they acquire, uh, you know, they plug those holes and away they go. Minnesota is doing that. So, you know, they're I think they're in second right now. They're not going to catch Colorado, obviously, but uh, that's a team that I think you have to look out for. The playoffs, they're playing very well. That's the team that is is going into the playoffs. I mean, they still have another month to go, but you know, you would have to assume they can continue this and go into the playoffs on an upswing. And the and it's so odd because but the other team I'm going to mention here, they've kind of had like a carbon copy season as like Minnesota, like started off good, kind of went down a little bit. But for this team, I'm talking about Edmonton, it went down a lot, and now they're coming back up again. And Edmonton five in a row. They're seven, two, and one in their last ten. Um, I, I don't know. Like between Minnesota and Edmonton, I think I fear Minnesota a little bit more just because of the goaltending is is so much better than Edmonton. And I just I still feel like that is going to be the the downfall for the Edmonton Oilers come playoff time. 
they just can't outscore people. And, and that's crazy to say when you have, you know, the two beasts on that team, but it's not just them. They can't do it all. And I think they're just going to give up too many goals and not score enough. But what do you think of how Minnesota is playing and how Edmonton is playing right now? I was very skeptical of the, the Marc-Andre Fleury trade. I, I thought that was just a shot in the dark acquisition, like the same what we saw from Chicago last year, picking up Flurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, they proved me wrong. I, 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 I'm one of those people when I look at Minnesota that, all right, let's play. I, I kind of equate them to the Western Conference version of the Leafs in a way. You know, all right, they're going to play well during the regular season, but watch what they do in the playoffs because it's not going to be much of anything. Um, they're a team that if they play the right way, if they get a little luck, I, I mean, you look at that f- current matchup that they have now, if the playoffs start tomorrow, they'd be playing St. Louis. I don't see why Minnesota can't pull out of that series. I mean, the blues are a very good team, but so Minnesota is dangerous. Kevin yeah. Fiala has become one of my favorite players this season. Uh, not only because he's on my fantasy team, but just because of the way that he is just, played and and just asserted himself on the ice this year. And then going back to what you said about Edmonton, we've both been saying this all, all year long. I mean, how long, how, how far can just dry sidle and McDavid take you without any goaltending? Um, I, right now, if they play tomorrow, they, they play Los Angeles in the playoffs. Uh, You better hope that playoff Jonathan quick doesn't wake up. Because yeah, I don't. I, I they could take that one. I feel like they could. They could at least get past that. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, so? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not like. And I and I like Los Angeles. I like what they're doing. I think they're overachieving this year. Nobody really expected them to have a playoff spot. And I'm happy if they do. I happy if they do make it. Which you know, I would think that they would. Um, I, I would like to see them. You know, win a series or something like that. But not against my team, obviously. But I. I don't know. I, I, I always, those teams that that kind of overachieve and get in, I kind of feel like they they just they don't have the experience, the playoff experience. And Edmonton does. I know that they get eliminated a lot early, but they're in it. They're in it. So they have a lot to play for. They don't want to be eliminated again in the first round. And they're going up against a team that is just playing with house money with with the Kings. And I think I think they would kind of kind of beat him. I think games give him a give him a series, but in the end, I think oh, like, yeah. No, I just think if if Edmund I think Edmonton, the key to that potential series is you got to end it early because if you allow Los Angeles to, to push it to five to six, I think at that point we're talking well, about that's right. The, the longer you let teams like that hang around in a playoff series, then they just yeah. get more confidence. And you know yeah. that that goes a long way. And especially with a with a with some of the vets that they have on that team, forget about it. Uh, and then we'll finish it up with, uh, obviously the team on the outside right now. And I, I have a big smile on my face. If you are watching on YouTube, the Las Vegas, I don't say Las Vegas, Vegas golden. I'm sorry. Can't include the whoa, loss. Whoa. I say loss because they're losing, um, the Vegas golden Knights on the outside looking in right now, struggling mightily. Um, we know all the things that went down with the trade deadline. We're not going to rehash that. We'll just talk about their play. It hasn't been good. And I mean, well, I say that and you look at their last 10, they are seven, three and oh, in their last 10, but it's not enough to get them in a wild card spot. They're one point down on Dallas who has three games in hand on them. 
And that's just been like this as this season has gone along. That's been that's kind of been the the separation between those two. Dallas has always had games on them, and they've been either Dallas has been a point down or now they're a point up with those games in hand. So it doesn't look good for Vegas. But then again, it just seems like everything, you know, and I'll use the analogy, like they just always seem to roll aces. So it's like, I, how I was saying about your lightning, like they're not out of it until they lose four games in the postseason. Vegas is not out of this until the very last game of the regular season has been played and the standings are set. So I'm smiling right now, but uh, it, it, it could change in a week. I just think with, with Vegas, I mean, if anyone's to blame for this, you got to blame yourselves. I mean, as, as oh, much of a percent, as much of a great, as much as a really good story, Dallas has been this year. I mean, where they are right now wouldn't be possible if, if Vegas just performed to what their roster could do. I, I think also Vegas kind of set themselves up for this just by, you know, as, as good of a story as it was, and you're glad to see that he's in a better situation depending on where you're looking at it from mm-hmm. the Eichel trade should have never happened. I think that was a massive mistake. I mean, you're just backing yourself because like we've stayed on this show many times. I mean, they, I don't think they knew like what the next step was after acquiring no. Eichel. And then obviously what happened and then obviously what happened at the trade deadline. I mean, that was just the cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know where Vegas goes from here. I think the West is so competitive to where, yeah, you said that Vegas is playing well, 7-3-0 and in their last 10, but so is Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas is 7 So really now, unfortunately, you're in, you're in a position where you have to keep up with the pace of, of teams that are also playing well. Like, I don't see how Vegas could, could play at the same pace now down the stretch with Dallas and Nashville. No, I don't. I mean, what's in Nashville's got a couple points on them too, right? Uh, yeah. Two points on them. So like I said, they're not out of it. But they're they're that like they don't scare you anymore. No, Vegas doesn't scare you anymore. I'm sorry. And and you know when if you're a fan, it's all great. Like getting Eichel and all these si- these massive signings that they're doing. And yeah, you didn't like seeing them get rid of Mark Andre Fleury, but you kind of just felt like doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want, and we'll be at the top of the standings. And to see them hurting a little bit, every other fan base in the league is saying like, "Welcome to the club, finally." And not even yeah. officially because you're you still might make the playoffs. You haven't finished on the bottom of the standings yet, but it's just it, it like when when you make all those moves and you're playing well and you're at the top of the standings, it's a it's a gravy train. When you make those moves and they go south, people are going to pounce on you, and and you have to accept that. And and you know, and we're saying all that again. They are still in the picture, but when you look at you know, they're 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 not infallible now like they are yeah. they are they can be beaten on any given night they're not that and yeah. you know the, the guys that they're missing on on ltr with stone still on ltir that's a you know if if they can make the playoffs and that's what i'm saying if they can make the playoffs they get him back and now it's a whole different ball game yeah you know? uh yeah it's a whole different ball game and and you know after i just said that I don't know how they can keep up with the pace, kind of just how they conducted themselves. Like you said, top of the league, making all these crazy moves, just bringing on more cap. Mm. Uh, part of me kind of just wants them to move into the seventh position and have to play Calgary the first round. Into the seventh position? Yeah. Why? You think we can't take care of him for it? I think you guys should get a break. I, I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I don't want to run I, the I risk did. of uh, yeah <laughs> i can't have I mean, that because then it's like oh you guys had it too easy like no no no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll welcome that how, how is playing dallas in the first round easy chris it's not i'm not saying it's it not. is and somebody asked me like what, what who, who do you not want to see and i'm like well i'm pretty comfortable no matter who the ads would play in the first round. But if you're going to say like, who would I not want to play? I think Dallas is playing very well right now. So, so that yeah, I was about to ask you that because I, I mean, that's a, I think that's a good place to, to kind of, to put it, uh, to end it here. Like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. So yeah, I mean, Dallas is a tough team. I mean, yeah. Ottinger is, I, I love watching he's, Jake Ottinger. He's really, he's really so good. good. Yeah. I hate I, it. <laughs> we don't, we don't then, to, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. And then on like the Eastern conference out of that, which it's funny because in some ways these two teams are similar uh, with Dallas. I, I think for me, it would have to be Boston. I, I just think I that's, know. Like, I know. that's too, that's just too fit. I mean, I'm not saying that the lightning are soft, but Boston is just kind of on the other end of the hill right now in terms mm-hmm. of where they're at. And I think this is kind of like their last run with Bergeron, Pasternak and, and, and uh, Marchand. So yeah. really, you know, playing against those guys and as best as seven open up the, the playoffs where you're kind of ending things with mm. some lumps on you. That's going to be a physical series. And, and I hate, and I know some lightning fans are pro- and some teams uh, fans of teams in the East are probably saying, I, I don't, you're absolutely ridiculous for saying this. I'd rather play Toronto. I'd rather, I will gladly take Austin Matthews in the first round of the playoffs than the Boston Bruins. I don't think I'm going to release this episode. So nobody heard you say that. <laughs> just better matchups, man. I know it didn't yeah, look like it the yeah, other yeah. night. Just better matchups. Yeah. I mean, all right. You know your team. You know your team. So we shall see. But that's going to wrap it up for us for this week. And uh, next week, we'll we'll discuss this again. It'll be another week closer to the playoffs. Yeah. Another week of games under the belt. And uh, see where teams stand, like Vegas, and can Minnesota keep it going? And you know, uh, can Edmonton keep it going? So, uh, another month of, of games to get to. So, we'll discuss all that and leading up to the playoffs, of course. So, uh, until then, thank you guys for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. It's always appreciated. Uh, go check out Locked On Lightning, hosted by me, Adam Denker, and go. <laughs> Go to Locked on Avalanche, Avalanche. hosted by me, Chris (laughs) Masilli. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.